Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! Leon Dreisler on the right circle! No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action! This is NHL Overtime! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisler. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America-wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, This is Oilers now, uh, back of the head office after a brief trip downtown where the uh, Edmonton Oilers were on the downtown community arena, got there today, and uh, they were working on the six-on-five situation. We'll shed some light in a second on that. Um, late last week, and we did uh, run SNFU uh, once about uh, about a year and a half ago, maybe. Uh, late last week, Ken Chin, who was the front man for the punk skate band SNFU, passed away. Uh, went by Chai Pig back in the day. Uh, very popular at the University of Alberta, the hardcore punk scene, probably in the... 
I don't know, late 80s, early 90s. I know when I worked at CJSR, it seemed like uh, that was the number one band uh, in town. They eventually kind of headed it off to uh, uh, Vancouver. I mean, you all know Gord Downey from the Tragically Hip, and some would say that uh, uh, Ken Chin would be sort of the Canadian punk version of, uh, of Gord Downey. So... Uh, our condolences to the extended family on that front and uh did want to mention we received a couple texts over the last couple days in that regard uh there is going to be a press announcement coming up today at 1 to 115-ish involving the Edmonton Football Club, and it appears as though the Eskimo name will be retired at that time. Team Board Chairman uh, Janice Agrios along with President Chris Presson We'll have an announcement at 115. We'll have some more coming up in that regard a little bit later on on Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you along with Brendan Escott. Brendan, how are you doing? Not too bad today, Bob. How are you? Well, we're working our way through. We went and saw the dentist yesterday, and uh, i got to tell you, uh, something's going on. We're not quite sure what it is, so we're a little bit loaded up right now, so hopefully we can uh, gut our way through our, our 91st out of 92 possible shows here since the pause that have been live on uh, Oilers Now. Uh, Brendan, pinch it for one of them, and uh, we will have Mark Spector on today's show, Stoffer Inspector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Reminder that our friends at Alberta Horse Racing and Breeding Industry contribute $312 million in economic impact annually to the province of Alberta. And at 135, to sort of tell us a bit about the Toronto bubble and to talk about the Hart Trophy uh, nominees, uh, Chris Johnson will have that conversation with Mark Spector as well. And uh, so Chris Johnson, Mark Spector, both from Sportsnet, joining us on today's edition of Oilers Now. The top story for Grey Rock Exteriors, Mother Nature wreaks havoc on your home, book your free, no obligation inspection today. Visit grayrockexteriors.ca. Coincides with NHL Today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandising specialist, head to ElitePromotionalMarketing.com. The NHL has made it official. We have our heart finalists and back of the 630 Chet Studios. Here's Brendan Escott. Yeah, we do. And it's the same as the Ted Lindsay Award finalist. Edmonton's Leon Dreisaitl, the Art Ross Trophy winner. He is up for the heart as the league's MVP, along with Artemi Panarin out of the Rangers and Nathan McKinnon from Colorado. Uh, the Oilers also loaning Swedish defenseman Theodore Lenstrom to Frölunda HC in the Swedish League for the upcoming season. 25-year-old signing a one-year deal with Edmonton at the end of April. Rangers forward Brendan Lemieux suspended the first two games of the qualifying round matchup against Carolina. That's for a hit on Jonas Donskoy back on March 11th. Uh, Lemieux is eligible, however, for the exhibition tilt against the Islanders. Speaking of which, the Isles will be joined by goaltender Ilya Sorokin soon. That's according to his agent Dan Milstein. Their third rounder in 2014 has been lights out in the KHL over the last couple seasons but won't be available to the Isles until next season. Same story for Alexander Romanov. He was actually on the same flight over from Russia as Sorokin. Romanov plans to get the mandatory quarantine out of the way before joining the Canadians in the bubble. Taylor Hall's agent Darren Ferris saying they want to wait until this season ends before discussing Taylor Hall's contract which expires this year. That's been the plan since the beginning according to Ferris. Going to stay the same for the most coveted free agent forward and uh, we'll end with this Bob. Edmonton native and Vancouver Canucks player and coach Jack Mag- uh, McElhargy has passed away. He was 68 years old. 
Yeah, he was a real tough defenseman back in a time when there were a lot of really tough defensemen, especially with the Philadelphia Flyers. I remember he had a memorable bout uh, with Tiger Williams. I think it was in the 75 uh, playoff series, not the 76 uh, playoff series. All right, so that's NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromotionalMarketing.com. Six on five as we got on, uh, made our way down to Rogers Place. By the way, the Baccarat Casino uh, location that has been empty uh, over the course of the last couple of the year, uh, years uh, is completely been uh, uh, taken out. Uh, it's kind of interesting. So that's immediately, uh, if you're on 104th Street, many of you would know where that is. Uh, a lot of uh, construction going on as we speak th- throughout the city, but uh, that was uh, occurring as we pulled into the building today, Kyler Yamamoto uh, joined Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and the uh, yeah the one and only uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, James Neal, uh, Oscar Clefbaum. So you know Clefbaum and Nurse on the power play, Clefbaum obviously on the first unit. Uh, James Neal and Alex Chason seeing some time as a net front presence, and we see a lot of McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nugent Hopkins in the Oilers one three one formation. But on the six on five, Kyler Yamamoto was the extra forward. Uh, this bodes well for supporters of Yamamoto. The Oilers took him 22nd overall. I don't think anybody envisioned him having 26 points in 27 games and being plus 20 uh, during the time uh, that he was recalled. But, uh, Brendan, I know we spoke about this. You know, when the Oilers were in Detroit earlier this year, they were too slow. And uh, you could see it in the morning skate that day, just the difference in team speed that uh, Edmonton had. And, and there's Yamamoto. Uh, you know he's got the respect of his peers because uh, he's out there in a six-on-five situation. Uh, this bodes well long-term for him. No question he's a top-six forward at this stage. Um Ryan Nugent Hopkins again was with McDavid and Cassian, and Tyler Ennis again was with Drysaddle and Yamamoto once the teams went into their three on two drills. Uh, Athanasiu, Shane, and Archibald uh, remaining together as well. Uh, Evan Bouchard was not with the main group today, nor was the kid line of uh, Benson, Marodi, and uh, McLeod. I'd say McLeod has looked the best of that trio of forwards up front at training camp. We're going to talk a bit about Broberg as well uh, with uh, Mark Spector. But one of the things, and Brendan, I'm going to get you to jump in here. One of the things uh, today, obviously, the Hart Trophy nomination. Now, full disclosure, I do not have a vote. Uh, we vote on the coach of the year as broadcasters. It's interest- interesting how this works because there's a lot of guys that vote now that uh, travel quite infrequently. And so, you know, which is not to say they're not on top of it and they're not following. It's the same for uh, guys that blog. I mean, there, there's there's bloggers that are out there that, uh, you know, watch all the video in terms of all the coaches' availabilities and players' avail- availabilities that are done by Zoom. And then there's guys that make it up. And you got to decipher uh, who, who knows what and who does what. But just with uh, Leon Settle. You know, it's the, the the sort of narrative on him has changed over the course of the last couple of years. I mean, last year, one of two players in the league that scored 50 goals, uh, one of four players in the league that had 100 points. This year, the only player in the league that had 100 points, and he had 110 points in six games that McDavid was out for. Edmonton played Chicago at home, then went on their toughest road trip of the year, in my opinion. Tampa Bay. And then Florida, Carolina, back-to-back, came back home to Boston and then played Minnesota. So Edmonton went 3-2-1 and one during that six-game stretch. Uh, Drysettle had four goals and 12 points in those games. At least uh, in three of the six games, I spoke to players from opposition uh, teams who said, that guy's the best player in the league. 
during that stretch. I know I tweeted out on the 21st of February after Edmonton lost at home 5-3 to Minnesota, a couple of Minnesota players saying, like, it's unbelievable what he can do in his forehand and his backhand. Um, are we selling to a uh, market that believes that Dreisaitl's the uh, the the hard trophy winner, Brendan, what do you think? Do you think that's a hard a hard sell here in Edmonton, or do you think there's some naysayers out there that say, no, he wrote off? I mean, you're always going to have that small percentage that want to take the other side of things, but give me your take. You're asking me if there's anybody in the Edmonton market that thinks that Leon Dreisaitl is not the MVP of the NHL. Is that correct? Well, they can text us on our Ashley Five Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Give me your position. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can look at the fact that he plays with Connor McDavid, and to me, that's going to be the biggest hiccup from elsewhere around the league. There's nobody, there's nobody that should have been watching the way that Leon Dreisaitl commanded the game, developed into more of a complete hockey player, and like you said, Bob, I mean, the way that he works off either hand of his stick, his backhand is something I've never seen before. So you look at what he was able to propel the Oilers through in the second half of the season, and I'm not going to go down the same list of points that you just did, but I mean, it's silly to me to think that there could be another favorite given how far and away he led the scoring race as well. But that said, Nathan McKinnon did a lot of work there with Miko Ranton and Hurt this season, and Panarin was in a new situation, and Zabanajad was hurt for a long stretch too there. So, you know, there's the, the two standpoints, but to me, no, this shouldn't be close. It's Leon Dreisleidel's award this year. Well, I'd like to know what people think on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Again, Mark Spector coming up at 12.35 today. Uh, he rode his bike uh, into... Uh, the arena to uh, the community downtown community arena and uh, Chris Johnson coming up out of uh, Toronto as well to maybe provide a little bit of an eastern perspective we'll take a step out when we get back we'll get to some of your texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well as the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear Bob Stopper, Brendan S. Scott with you this is Oilers Now this is Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Chad. All right, everybody, it's 12:19 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you again. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Uh, we're going to go into the Oilers Now audio vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. The NHL announcing yesterday. Uh, despite a substantial amount of tests that only two players tested positive in the most recent round of testing uh, for COVID-19. Here's John Shannon on the NHL success mitigating the spread of COVID-19. I mean, when, when I first read the numbers, I was shocked. I, you know, I thought there was a mistake. Um, you know, when you consider that we were uh, a month ago, there was there was a, there was what four, I think forty three positive tests uh, with three hundred and ninety six players in in phase two, uh, and to to know that uh, to know that this has happened in phase three to me is is quite phenomenal. The one thing I would tell you is that, and I've talked to at least four teams. And they have drilled it into their players how to be diligent uh, through this time. Go to the rink, you go home, you're not out on the, you know, you may not even be on the golf course. 
you know, monitor yourself, monitor your family. Uh, don't do anything stupid. If you want to get to the bubble, we have to be in great, great shape when it comes to the COVID numbers, and that's what most teams have done. Over the last three weeks, teams have done Zoom calls with all the players. They've been keeping the, the training staff have been keeping them updated on what to do and how to do it, uh, and it seems to have paid off. All right, that's John Shannon. Uh, as many of you know, uh, the province no longer does announcements on COVID updates on Saturday or Sunday. So there were 368 new cases in Alberta yesterday over the last three days. Now, only 57 of those 368 occurred in Edmonton. There was over 5,000 tests done. That's a positivity rate that is above 1%, which has uh, been higher than the uh, the rate uh that we've typically seen in Edmonton, which is at about 0.8%. Uh, there's currently 225 active cases in Edmonton. Just to show you how the Phase 3 launch changes the complexion of things, uh, Edmonton launched uh, their sort of opened up a little bit quicker than Calgary, and about 10 days ago, Edmonton actually had more active cases than Calgary. After Calgary was at one stage in the 1,000 uh, for active cases range, Calgary dropped into the low 200s, and Edmonton uh, was uh, above them in terms of active cases. Well, currently, Calgary's now opened up as well. Calgary's up to 553 active cases again, so they've seen a surge. Edmonton's at 225 active cases. Um, the province's death rate's at about just under uh, 40 deaths per million. To put things in perspective, Quebec... Uh, 675 uh, per, uh, deaths per million. So that kind of puts things in perspective. All right. Uh, that's your COVID update for those of you that, uh, you know, it's it, it's an interesting thing. And I know the mass discussions, I, I don't know about you, Brendan, but where I am where I go, uh, bounce around town and I live in uh, Twilliger, I, I will tell you, I think probably 70 to 75% of the people out there that are indoors are deploying masks. What about you? What are you seeing? Yeah, I'll typically do my shopping in sort of the Capilano area on my way home from the station, and that's the same thing. Right around that three-quarters mark, everyone. And if they're, you know, distancing is another big part of it, but masks for sure. We've bought probably about 200 masks uh, for the household between the four of us, and uh, so... It is what it is. Uh, again, we are in the uh, Oilers Now uh, audio vault. We'll see whether or not the uh, various jurisdictions at a, maybe at a municipal level enact a full-time uh, mask situation. But, uh, we, yes, the numbers are up, but testing's way up as well in Alberta, and we've opened up as well. So maybe, you know, some people, Bob, you're not being strong enough on this issue, and others will say, you know, put some things in perspective as well. Back in the Oilers Now Audio Vault, we had Michael Rep on the show yesterday, uh, and he says he's leaning on the Oilers in the qualifying round matchup against the Chicago Blackhawks. But the more I've been kind of sitting with it, I'm starting to feel more confident with the Oilers, and I'll tell you why. I've been looking at I've been looking into some of the the, the research on on the Blackhawks, and we've known that they they've had defending issues, not just defensemen, uh, you know, goaltending and just just their forwards. They, they're not a very well structured team on the defensive side of the puck. I think that's going to be a problem. I think it really is going to be a problem for them. So I think that uh, the other thing that's going really good for for the Edmonton Oilers uh, prior pause was. The special teams, I know everybody's talking about, that's huge. And a penalty kill is 
10 times more important come playoff time than a power play. But if your power plays uh, one of the tops in the league, too, that's obviously a very good thing. And the Evans Oilers have both those two things going. So um, I think that this, this series is going to – goaltending, I mean, you could say that about every series. There's a big question mark, I think, in, in Chicago of, like, where is Corey Crawford going to be healthy? Is he going to play? Where, where are things going to be at? Right. Um, that's a, that's a huge question mark. The other things that I look at is, all right, we know about the big guns on each team. I think the series could be won by lines three and four, and that's what playoff hockey usually usually is about. And you know, which which of these teams are going to have those other guys that we said at the top here is is what can I do to pull the rope? We know what the big guys are going to do. What what can I do to contribute to us winning on a nightly basis? And uh, I think that's going to have to be uh, decided uh, in between the years on these third and fourth lines for each team. That's a longtime NHLer, played over 600 games. Michael Rupp, the Oilers actually tried to sign him uh, back around, I don't think it was 2011. Again, that's the uh, Oilers now audio vault for direct workwear. To our Ashley Fine Floors text line, Bob, the morning crew was talking shrooms. I told them that you could probably add to that as experience, as I don't think I know of a tree planter that uh, hasn't experienced shrooms. Anyway, uh, you'd like to tell a story of your shrooms experience uh, with a smiley emoji face? Come on, just one story. I, I got to be honest, man. Like, uh, we had a lot of uh, pot in our camps back in the day. Uh, but I, I don't like cigarette smoke. I never got into that stuff. Now, if you want to talk drinking, that's a whole other conversation. Never got cheated in any at-bats there, that's for sure. Uh, again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, I'm in Calgary. It's quite possible today Calgary gets mandatory masks on public transit in all public pace, uh, places. There is a concern here. Well, it's legitimate. Absolutely. Here we go. Uh, again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Leon Dreisaitl, Oilers GM, says, Bob, the narrative that Leon plays with McDavid is stupid. Kucherov played with Stamkos and Point. That didn't diminish his great year. Leon deserves the same. Again, you can uh, text us at 780-496-0063. For the record, I think Dreisaitl should win the heart, but you had a guest on a few weeks ago that said he didn't think Dreisaitl should win because he'd be the first minus player in the history to win the heart. What do you say to that? That's from KW. The guest was Joe Haggerty. Hacks with Hags out of Boston. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl at minus 24 in December. That was a month in which Mike Smith had an 828 save percentage. Um, and I think uh, for those of you that understand the stat PDO, it was embarrassingly low for Dreisaitl. Like the only uh, he, he finished with 14 points in 14 games, and the Oilers were they were in the crapper there for a while in December. And it wasn't until the end of December, ironically, when they recalled Kyler Yamamoto and Caleb Jones, the complexion of the team changed. All right, we'll talk about Leon Dreisaitl's candidacy for the heart with Mark Spector, who, of course, is with the Professional Hockey Writers Association, uh, Sportsnet spec for the horses and horse racing in Alberta after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.